This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton back with you. And on the Zoom call this morning, we have uh, Ambuck's president, Natalia Bourne. Uh, talked to her just recently in her capacity with Crosspoint, but today she's here to talk about AMBUX. Um, and not only AMBUX, but also with us is Wendy Lambert, who has been named first citizen by AMBUX. They annually present that award, and Wendy's here to talk to us and share her story. So both uh, both of you ladies, good morning and welcome. Thanks for being here. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, uh, Natalia, let's start out with AMBUX itself, which is one of our longtime service organizations in Vermilion County. I know I, I was part of it for several years and really enjoyed the experience and the fellowship that comes with being part of a service organization. So tell us about AMBUX, what you do, and what AMBUX 2021 uh, is like. Okay, um, I'm actually past president now. No, and <laughs> you still qualify as president, but who's, okay. who's heading it up now? Jenna Worth has okay. our current president, and she's been our okay. president now for like Well, I will years. send her my apologies. That's okay. <laughs> I want her to stay in that position. Um, <laughs> um, but I do chair the First Citizens. Um, but right now in the community, we're trying to get back in um, to the swing of things um, as we were uh, pre-COVID, so we're trying to get back into our events, and we have been doing that. Um, it's just been on a smaller scale. So, you know, we've had our our camp that um, is headed by uh, Lori Lyons, and we kind of kind of minimized um, the group so that we can still have these events, and they're still COVID friendly. So, um, they've been do- they that went off very well. Uh, we are doing Challenger Baseball. Um, we have a couple of more um, games coming up. And so we're doing the same thing there, kind of minimizing um, the group so that, you know, it's still COVID friendly and people are safe and comfortable in participating. So, And for those who don't understand, what is the focus of AMBUX? Because it addresses needs within a certain population. Yes, yes. Um, uh, Well, our logo is is, uh, creating an inspiring mobility. Um, And what we do in the community is we work with um, individuals with developmental disabilities um, and um, physical disabilities. Um, We do our um, Amtrikes for our veterans and those with disabilities. As well, we give away those Amtrikes. Um, we like to engage um, the community, the agencies in the community that um, that work with adults and, and children and um, and young adults with developmental disabilities. So we really try to. That's kind of our our umbrella of um, um, individuals that we deal with. So yeah, and, and um, I know. AMBUX has been great about specific projects. You mentioned the the um, um, tricycles, the, the the bikes that um, make uh, available and make create access yeah. for yeah. folks who ordinarily couldn't ride a bike. So I think that's one of the coolest things that AMBUX ever came up with. Yeah, uh, working with the the guy from the U of I or wherever. Um, 
to create this bike that people could ride, even though they might not even be able to successfully walk um, yeah. well across the room, they can ride yeah. a bike. And that's a, that's a huge thing. Yeah. Um, and so you're still doing that project. Yep. We are still doing, we're still traveling. I think um, Donna Carlton Viss just, just recently um, went on a trip to, um, to give some Amtrak's away and that was very successful. So <laughs> we are enjoy, we enjoy doing that. And we, the reward is seeing the individuals that we sure. like to accept them. That's the best thing. Yeah. Those smiles are pretty impressive. Yeah. When somebody who's never been able to ride a bicycle in their lives gets on an Amtrak and, and takes off, that's a, that's a oh, cool so thing. I, it was, it was pretty great to be part of that uh, in the early days. You also, people forget, but you also um, created that wonderful playground for everyone yes. out on Winter Avenue that yeah. so many kids and families have taken, uh, taken part in and enjoyed. Um, that again is that sort of started a trend that we've seen. Every time I see somebody uh, put up a project to build a playground for everyone, I think of Ambucks because <laughs> Ambucks started the whole thing. Yeah, we just recently added to the playground. Yes, um, there is a new bench with a um, kind of like an umbrella over it. We've added a piece of equipment, a slide. Um, we are updating the splash park over by the Garfield pool, and so. It's, it's, we're, we're coming back around, Linda. That's <laughs> so, well, you know, everything does. Everything yeah. does. Um, the other thing I wanted to briefly talk about before we start talking to Wendy um, it is summer camp because that's something that a lot of people don't even know about. Yeah. But the, the effort that Lori Lyons over so many years has given to creating an environment for summer camp for kids with disabilities or ability challenges yeah. um, is pretty phenomenal. Um, it's, a, it's a great experience. Again, um, for so many years, folks with those kinds of challenges were locked up somewhere or put away or nobody wanted to deal with them. Mm -hmm. And Ambucks really stepped up with a summer camp, which is really, really a cool project and a lot of effort goes into it. So did you have a successful one this year? We did have a successful summer camp. I was not able to participate in it, but I actually, I got to see the the remnants and, and the what what happened afterwards. I got to see all the pictures and um, Lori Lyons did talk about how well it went and the volunteers got to talk about it. Um, like I said, they were in smaller groups this year. We normally have like a bigger um, a, a crowd, but you know we wanted to be safe, and so they got to do a the same things if not more that than they did um in previous years so they they go on boat rides and they go to parks and they go um to different museums and things like that so they get to get out and do things that um normally maybe they wouldn't be invited to do or maybe you know they would just not be able to to go with because there's not someone there to assist them so Absolutely. you know that is you know the beauty of like the volunteers um, Absolutely. And, and assist in us um, because, you know, there's some things that, you know, physically challenged they are, aren't able to do and they just need that, that help um, so that they can enjoy um, the, those activities. Also mentioned the, the Challenger uh, project, uh, baseball project. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that because that's a really cool um, 
thing for folks to participate in, either as yeah. volunteers helping or just go and watch the games? Yeah, so we, we have the Challenger Baseball at Winter Park, um, and it's at the, the far, um, the far uh, game spots over there in the in the park past the past the playground and um, what we do is Lori Lyons also puts that together and uh, she has a committee that helps her and we um, all the kids that participate in um, in the camp they also most of them come to Challenger Baseball and they have um, a game they have several games throughout the day where they have buddies that come and stand beside them and help them throw the ball or help them catch the ball and run to the bases and it's just um, it's a they, we partner up, and sometimes this year they brought their own um, buddies for safety reasons. Um, and then we did have some volunteers, and we still have a couple more games left. But that's kind of um, what they do. Lori is our um, she's our picture, <laughs> so she, <laughs> she she's very good at that. She's got lots of energy, and it's just a fun time um, in the summer. And now we're we're basically had to stretch it out a little bit, so we're summer and fall this year. Yeah. Well, everything was affected by COVID. There's no doubt about that. Everything. Oh my Absolutely. Goodness. So uh, acknowledging that, how's it been for you to meet? Are you still able to meet on a regular basis? Yes. Have you been able to do that in person? And will yeah, that continue? We, we, okay. meet, um, we meet once, uh, once a month in person. Um, we're back at Sarge's. Um, and we meet on once one Wednesday a month um, there and have lunch. Uh, and then uh, our board, we also meet um, once a month in person as well at different um, different places around the community so that we can try different restaurants or we can kind of. Always fun. Yeah, Eating's so good. Try different places. <laughs> yeah, we still get to meet. Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk for just a second before we go to break about what First Citizen is and why that um, recognition exists. And then when we come back from break, we'll actually talk to Wendy about her and her journey. So yeah. tell me about First Citizen and why it exists. First Citizen started way before I got here. <laughs> so we, me too. Had our, yeah. we had our First Citizens um, in 1933. Um, and it began in an effort to um, really highlight an individual or a group of individuals um, in our community that really have gone above and beyond uh, their duties or volunteered much of their time and really needed to be recognized for what they have done in our community and, and to make our community what it is. And so um, First Citizens came about to in order to highlight those individuals. And so since 1933, we've been um, employ, employing the community to choose someone uh, that they thought would be um, would be appropriate for the First Citizens. Um, and so every year we put out, um, you know, we put out the call for, for who do you, who, who should be First Citizen? And we've gotten a lot of response from that. Um, people write in, people send bulks of letters, you know, and um, wanting to wanting to highlight an individual in our community that really deserves to be um, seen. Absolutely, and that's why we're we're talking to you this morning. And we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to get to know Wendy Lambert and why she has uh, been recognized uh, for this position as first citizen. We'll do that in just a moment on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 
WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton with you. And on the Zoom call this morning, Natalia Bourne, who is a past president of the local AMBUX uh, organization and is also head of their first citizen award committee. And also with us is Wendy Lambert, who has just been ma- named as first citizen by AMBUX. So, Wendy, let's find out about you. Tell us about your journey and how you kind of got to this point. Um, well, I mean, uh, it started when I was a kid, I think, um, and I'll try to make this as short as possible. That's all right. You, we know, got time. you get in, you get into the wrong crowd. You tried to find who you are. And, uh, I just kind of went off of the beaten path and ended up hanging with a group of people that, really didn't have my best interests at heart. Um, long story short, I ended up in the middle of addiction. Um, and I, I just, I woke up one day and I thought, you know, my mom didn't raise me to be this way. And how in the world did I get here? And uh, that, that's probably when some friends of mine, um, real friends, uh, decided that I needed some help. So they reached out to me, they suggested that I go into a treatment center from that point. Now, this was 1991. Um, I got into the treatment center, and uh, and then I, I furthered that for another six months at uh, New Life for Women in Jackson, Mississippi, which was a phenomenal program. Um, so I came home, and I kind of found my, my ground here. But it was shortly after that that I realized, man, I'm just – I have been missing so much of normal stuff, you know, and I think I was just filled with so much. um, I was so grateful that I started giving back. I started reaching out and I found that that started helping me as well, you know? So uh, um, I started doing a little bit of photography and then I started a business and then I got involved with Lynch fire department. And then, uh, and then somebody said something about EMA and storm chasing and, that was right at my alley. So I jumped on board with that. And then they had um, like a search and rescue stuff. So I, I got, you know, on board with that too. Um, uh, there's just a bunch of stuff. Um, and then the, the Carltons, I met the Carltons um, when I just wanted to photograph some, some balloons, some hot air balloons. And they invited me on to be part of their crew and what a phenomenal group of people they are. You know, and they took me right in and showed me some things and I was able to help them. And, and the experience that with them has just been incredible. Um, somewhere along the line, you know, ACEs downtown had closed. And we were just, you know, I was still in very involved with the recovery scene <clears throat> and reaching out to other people in recovery. And that's what they teach you to do. You know, the, the best way to keep what you have is to give it away. You know, to reach out to the ones coming in and help them to find their their ground also you know so um we needed a place of our own and i thank god oops you just muted yourself there we go sorry the church lent us a room um you know that we could have a meeting in but then a lot of times you know that things would happen and we 
we they you know they would have a different function there or somebody didn't have the key or you know in Westville we were using the city hall building but then you know I mean they got busy and it, we really needed a place of our own um, right about 2014 I started Soul Garden Recovery Center and then some things moved forward and then Step Recovery Center came into play in 2019 so we're strong you know we're building you know what we what we have is small you know and, and we're outgrowing our facility right now um but we've had a lot of newcomers come in and, and just to change their lives is just so over it's it's unbelievable you know these people come in with nothing and they're like a shell of who they used to be but you know once they get work in a good program and and you give them rides at first you know then they they get their own car and they can bring other people they start going to church they get their you know they get a job they get you know uh, their families back and god is for it's phenomenal what happens and you can see it in their eyes you, know, you can see it when they're when they get it and the light bulb goes off in their eyes and you're thinking yeah this is it this is going to be a success story and we are surrounded with success stories by the grace of god you know i celebrated 30 years on august 14th you know by the grace of god that i just the life i was living was just devastating you know I didn't I didn't even want to live anymore and I didn't know you know I didn't know how to live but I didn't know how to die either you know and uh, I'm just so grateful so grateful so Wendy um, I think it's an important point for you to make for people you know I I personally personally believe we all have addictions whether it's chocolate or diet pop or pasta it doesn't matter uh, or it's real you know drugs everybody's got some kind of addiction that's part of our being a human i think we we can get addicted to stuff explain to people who don't who have not experienced the a kind of addiction that comes with uh drugs or substance abuse alcohol how that happens i mean did did you understand it was happening when it happened to you or did it just get out of control immediately or what? Um, what started with something that I just tried a couple times. If you've got a personality like mine, um, you're trying to fill that void. You're trying to fill a hole in the soul. You know, mom brought us up in the church and, and that, that was great. But then somewhere along the line, I just, I fell off course, you know, and, uh, and mm -hmm. with something that I just tried and, you know, sometimes it's not that. Sometimes it starts with medication you get from an injury or something. And then the doctors now are all freaked out about, you know, everybody becoming an addict. So they'll pull these people, they'll pull the drugs off, you know, away from them. But, you know, there's now they're an addict and now they have to, you know, come instead of just crashing down, they're looking for it out on the streets. You know, now there's, you know, I mean, heroin is just so inexpensive now right now you know and so they're buying that and then it's just it escalates from there but it, i didn't wake up one day and decide that i wanted to be an addict i didn't i that didn't happen you know that's I woke that's up, the I, point i, I wanted you to yeah that's yeah, the point yeah. i wanted you to make because people very often don't understand that it's not always a choice thing it just right. gets you know you can try something thinking it's just a trial and then it becomes your life Right. Now, some people can quit. Some people are into, you know, too, uh, you know, much over their head and they, they can set it down and, and that's fine. But I, I know that I couldn't, I, you know, is something in me 
you know, when I started doing it, it lit something in me that demanded my attention. And no matter how much I tried to put it down, God, I just couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. And then, of course, you're in that group of people that's going to, you know, that wants you. They're trying to pull you back into it, you know, and it's just, man, it's just fighting. So, you know, thank God that I had some friends to reach out to me that knew what I needed before I knew what I needed, you know. And I know God sent those people to me and got me, you know, into treatment center because if, if they didn't, I know I would have died. I know it. Well, you didn't, and we're we're happy to have you with us this morning. All right, we're going to go to break and come back and talk more with these ladies in just a moment on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton with you and on the Zoom call this morning. Wendy Lambert, who has just shared her story with us and uh, kind of given us um, some understanding of why she has just been named first citizen. Uh, and also with us is past president for Ambux, Natalia Bourne. And she heads up the committee that, uh, that receives the first citizen um, recognition uh, for Ambux. So Natalia, having listened to Wendy's story, it's quite powerful. Uh, and you can understand why um, she was nominated for this position. But talk a little bit about, you know, you mentioned, we talked about it earlier, but let's talk about it a little bit more specific about uh, First Citizen and what what about Wendy's story do you believe made her uh, such a good candidate for being named First Citizen? Well, from from what I know about Wendy, Wendy is super phenomenal and humble um, in her own right. And she's been through so much. She, and as you heard, you know, as we both heard her story, um, she encourages people. She empowers individuals to change um, and, and, and kind of stands beside them. And, um, you know, there there are so many individuals um, who are have been who are in uh, the position that she was in and need that help and they need someone um, to stand beside them and Wendy is, is that is that lady and um, she just these are the these are the attributes that we look for in a first citizen um, that that personality that um, that fight to help others in need and and to be there when someone um, is hurting or, you know, just needs that extra push and that extra encouragement to be successful. Absolutely. So, Wendy, um, for you, uh, as you said, you uh, just say 30 years? Yes. You've been clean. That's uh, that's pretty amazing because, as you you know, you said, you have a, a kind of uh, personality that could easily become addicted again. Uh, is it a day-to-day thing that you think about? Or, you know, unconsciously tell yourself you're not going to be addicted again, or has it become part of your second nature or what? Because I think that's something, another thing that people don't necessarily understand about substance abuse and addiction, um, because as I understand it, is it not true that it's, it's still a, it may be 30 years, but it's still a day-to-day fight. No, is ma'am. that true? 
Nope, it's not. If you're doing the program right, you know, if you're just just not doing it, then yeah, it's a struggle for as long as you're not doing it. But you know, when you when you first get in the doors and you start working a good program, it fixes all those broken pieces in you that makes you not want to get high anymore, not want to get. You don't have to put those intoxicants in there, you know. And then you get the spiritual awakening that also allows God to start working through you, you know, so that you can help other people. You know, it's not a struggle. In fact, like I quit struggling probably six months into it, you know. So now my second nature is to extend my hand out to the ones that's coming in, you know, and that's what we do. We give freely what was freely given to us. Natalia, talk for just a second about uh, who AMBUCS members are um, uh, for the general public. If somebody's, you know, recently retired or or at a place in their lives where they're looking for things to get involved in and, and be active in, uh, what what about why, why AMBUCS and, and who should think about that? I think AMBUX is for everyone. Um, anybody who is wanting to be more present in the community and just wants to have fun. We have lots of fun. Yes, um, that's true. <laughs> AMBUX has always been known for fun. Um, it's not boring. So yeah, it's definitely, uh, we definitely, you know, invite and, and want everybody to come and join us. A lot of what we have now is more, you know, our adults and um, adults who are retired and, you know, we, we've got working adults such as myself. <laughs> so it's just a mix of, of everybody. But if you if if those want to be a part of Amblex, they are free to come to our, our meetings and they can contact Jenna Worth um, in order to kind of get that information. We have a website. Um, ambux.org or you can google ambux and you can find us just look for the danville chapter um there's we're nationally uh, recognized so um there's a lot of us around the united states <laughs> so um it's just it's really easy it's not difficult to be a, become a part of ambux or just come volunteer in an event um and see and try to get a feel of kind of what we're all about i think that's the best way to make that make that choice or decision on it wanting to be involved and when do you meet again? What's your what's your schedule for meeting? Um, we meet one one Wednesday um, a month, and that is decided. Um, Jenna kind of sends us an email when that happens. Um, we don't have a set uh, Wednesday, but okay. uh, we we meet one Wednesday a month every. Um, every so the best month. the best thing is to go to the website and get yes, information and website, reach out to Jenna me or, okay. or Jenna, and we can. Um, get that right. information yeah thank you ladies appreciate talking to you congratulations wendy for your 30 years success and for your recognition thank you both for being with us uh we'll talk again and soon i'm sure thank you take care thank you Bye. you're welcome Bye. wendy Bye. thank you all right Lisa. join me join me tomorrow mike halvey will be in the studio we'll be kicking off united way join us tomorrow for newsmakers 1490 wdan i'm linda bolton Danville's Talk Station, 1490 WDAN Danville, W284DD Danville, and online at vermilioncountyfirst.com. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.